0: Welcome to Fringe Fanatics with Chad Lee and Chris Zane.
1: And we're back. That is correct. We are back. Yes, we are. Yet again, streaming live on Episode Twitch. 53. Episode 53. Yep. I am Chris Zane. And I am Chad Lee. Thanks for Indeed, tuning in. Indeed, we are back live. Yep. And and in charge, large yeah. and in charge, coming at
0: you, man. <laughs> Never
1: fails. Yeah, episode fifty-three. We're gonna do the athlete of the episode this week is
2: Don Drysdale. Yeah, I didn't really uh, remember who he was when you brought him up to me, man. You want to? I'll a give you a pressure?
1: quick a quick synopsis. I'm if excited you to try will. this uh,
2: Buffalo. Retry this Buffalo. Yeah, Trace, we got so. Buffalo
1: Trace this weekend. So Don Drysdale. Hall of Fame pitcher, played all 12 seasons of his career with the Dodgers, first in Brooklyn, then in Los Angeles when they switched over there. Uh, Drysdale won three World Series championships with the Dodgers and was a nine-time All-Star. In 1963, D- Drysdale won the Cy Young Award and was the National League Pitcher of the Year. His number has since been retired by the Dodgers. So... He is um, a really good pitcher from way back in the day. Way back in the day. yeah, Quite a legend, man. That's cool. Before, well, it was right around my parents' time when they were growing yeah. up. <laughs>
2: well, let's talk about how we didn't want to use Bill Romanowski, man. Yeah, well, you I know. I just think he was a
1: douchebag when he played.
2: You know, just like, I know times are different back then, but. yeah.
1: He's kind of turned into more of a douchebag since, too. Yes. So, yeah, more or <laughs> And that's why
2: I even fault myself for even bringing you up now. But this yeah. episode is not dedicated to you. Bill no, Romanowski. Bill Romanowski, you
1: Fuck spitting you. son of a gun. You. Breaking fingers in the fucking scrum. <laughs> Dirty twist, player. Twisting testes. <laughs> <and> yeah. <like. laughs> well, uh, um, yes. oh. Uh, if you've made it this far, please like and follow us on whatever you're watching or listening to us on. And if you could, please rate us five stars. And as always, subscribe yeah. and on social media, like, share, subscribe, and follow us on all things at Fringe underscore Fanatics. That's the business side of things. Chadley, how was your weekend, man? My weekend
2: was very eventful, man. Tell that us was, about it. How uh, was, was Full it? of memories, if you will. Memories. It was, dude. Um, I took as um. I made a post from the French Fanatics page. I knew you had to love that. Yeah. I was at Arrowhead Stadium, taken to my mother to her first Chiefs game. And that was just fantastic, dude. There was full, just a a blast, man. I mean, you could just imagine, you know, Arrowhead lives up to its reputation. Yeah, You know, she won tickets and she was like, it was kind of like this raffle to where she could have picked any game. But she wanted me to take her, and so she was like, you know, I want you to pick which game. With it Being her first game, I really wanted her to see it win.
1: Yeah, game. so you picked the sh- the, sh- the shittiest the Bears. team yeah. on the well Vikings. they're not like, the shittiest yet. Yeah, we'll find out on Sunday. Well, I shittiest. wanted to pick the Broncos too, but that was a
2: Thursday <laughs> night yeah, game, and I was yeah. like, ah, oh, that's tougher for the schedule. But oh, yeah. man, it totally worked out. We just like spanked them. And I mean it's great. We had great friends. Um, Chelsea and Cole that had some other friends there that were tailgating. Cole made some amazing carnita tacos.
1: Carnitas. Dude, it was it was
2: great. Like my, my mom, like, I could definitely I don't even think I party as hard as my mom sometimes. Like, I, I swear that's, she takes shots way easier than I do. Yeah. We get there. I was like, uh, Chelsea and Cole we're still like, uh, gonna show up about 20 minutes. I was like, well, let's just do a little walkthrough. I'll show you some tailgate and then we'll go find them. Yeah. We find this like little fucking setup where someone's got like a live, a real life bar that they kind of makeshift set of it. And there's like, 50 different alcohols they got there and like 20 moonshines. My mom walks by and she's like, the lady goes, you want a shot? My uncle, yeah, sure. <laughs> Already taking shots at 11 a.m. And we're just getting after it, man. But. Yeah, it was a blast, dude. Just uh, all the fans were great. We had Bears fans behind us, and they were, you know, it's, you know, it's decent because when your fans are that, or when your team's that bad, they were just making fun of themselves the whole time. Yeah. But yeah, it totally worked out, and uh, it made it even crazier because Taylor Swift was there.
1: That is true. She was there, um, and we're going to talk about that a little bit later in the headlines. But uh, why don't you run down the Chiefs a little bit now that you got to go see them live, and I'll kind of break down the Broncos. I don't need to spend too much time on it, but, uh, <laughs> it's been enough time spent on it. 70 minutes on it, okay? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, give us a little rundown of how you felt, uh, they're looking and, and doing so far. Some I records will do were that. set. After we
2: take the shot, Okay, Chris. you
1: want to take the shot right now? Yeah, I okay. want to get after
2: it. Dude, I love Buffalo Trace, man. I, I know you as do. As soon as I got after it, I was like, let's get, let's get into it. Let's get into it. All right. All right, man. Cheers. Well, episode 53.
1: Episode 53. We're past a year. We're cruising into year two.
2: We are. Hot and heavy. NFL season's flying by. Hockey's about to start. Baseball's, Baseball's getting into playoffs.
1: Yeah. But the NBA's going to start soon. It's crunch time, boys. It's crunch time. Cheers, ladies and gentlemen. Salute. If you've been here, take one with us. Damn right. Cheers.
2: Oh, Ooh, sweet nectar. So good. All right, let's break this down. Um, All right. It was kind of nuts because the first series the uh, Chiefs punted, they they got one first down and then, you know, uh, had to punt it away, and I was getting a little worried. I was like, God damn, this better not be the same team that comes out flat like so many other times. But then it – you know, turned into the bloodbath that we all expected. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, I think he ended up with like 270-some yards or something like that. But it's nuts because he could have had two other touchdowns Rasheed rice looks good. He had, a, I think it was four or five catches for 59 yards, but it was nuts. I felt so bad because he got stopped at like the half-inch yard line twice. And then so we just punched it in there with Isaiah Pacheco and then I think another time with uh, Jerick McKinnon. But, um, yeah, it, you know, just really turned out how we – you know, would have expected the defense really shut down Justin Fields. Um, you know, there he was able to make a few different scrambling plays and everything. But seeing turnovers live is one of the best feelings. And yeah, that's what I really... Uh, when and the once whole stadium
1: we, just pops. Oh,
2: yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, Chris Jones got another sack. I went nuts. I was wearing his jersey like always. But what I really wanted to explain to my mom, and I nobody has been to an NFL uh, game live, one of the best parts about it is... When you watch a game on an NFL game on TV, you don't see the routes develop and that is yeah. so frustrating. I I really hope someday maybe they they moved to a Skycam, or they got a different feed Well, they're doing that thing
1: on Thursday Night Football now.
2: With the Toy Story game?
1: No, that's on Sunday, isn't it? Yeah. But uh, on Thursday night on Amazon, I guess there's another way you can watch it, and it actually shows the route trees. Oh, no and shit. And it shows them who's open, and like, how uh, fast they're running and stuff. Yeah. I, didn't wa- I, th- I thought it was just on the broadcast, so I don't know if there's another one you have to select yeah. to watch, but... Um, but that is a definite thing you miss out on not having the overhead view. Yeah,
2: it's great because when you're watching it live, you can see that guy's open. That guy's open. Throw it to him. And yeah, they, they either do or whatever. But like it just you know when you're watching it on TV, they just throw it and you're like, who's the ball going to? Yeah. Hope they catch it. <laughs> so that that was that was a damn good time. Uh, yeah, we pretty much we stayed for the whole thing. There was a lot of people that left because of the blowout. But with her with it being the first game, she's like, yeah, I need I need to see all of
1: it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then so Andy Reid became the fourth. Fourth fastest head coach to what? No, not fastest. Or the fourth winningest, fourth
2: most winning coach, passing yeah. Tom Landry. I think he's twenty, no, yeah, twenty or thirty um, from Chuck Knowles, the yeah. famous Bears coach.
1: And then what did Mahomes do this weekend? Yeah,
2: fastest to twenty five thousand. I kept yeah. trying to find the list of who was next, but above him. I, I you think remember.
1: it's probably the normal. Well, I want to say it's Andrew
2: Luck because I think Andrew Luck got to twenty. He might have. Yeah, he had a great seven years, but uh, yeah, that was pretty great to see. Uh, Travis Kelsey caught another touchdown, and that was that was pretty entertaining. But, uh, man, I was just really glad to see the Chiefs be able to run the ball. And I know that was against the Bears, but I just really hope they can keep that up against other good teams because I just say it every fucking week. I pound the table on it. Just just please run the ball. We had over 100, uh, 130, yeah. 150 yards. I, I want to think it's 130. But, yeah, we played good. We did what we were supposed to. Got my souvenir cup. Got to get that every year. So, Oh, nice. But yeah. yeah, It was That's a good time. The
1: one from the, from the stadium. Yeah. Yeah, the one you get. You have to buy soda with it. Yeah. And you
2: couldn't buy beer, and so I had to get <laughs> lemonade with it, because I'm still not drinking soda in 2023. So nice. it worked out. Nice. I mean, it's kind of a cop-out, because lemonade's less sugar, but
1: it's, yeah, it's semantics, maybe. Yeah. it's <laughs> just saying I'm not drinking sugary, carbonated drinks, <laughs> aside from is, yeah. booze. <laughs> well, well, yeah. Well, that's cool, man. That then was you got great. Back, Mom's so had a great time. Yeah, and then you got back, what, yesterday? Yeah, turned to normal life today. Yeah, flew in
2: yesterday, man. The fucking plane flight back was just shitty. It was just so fucking hot and turbulent. I got off and almost went to puke. Came back and just fucking chilled for a while. So it was good to have the day off yesterday.
1: Nice. What time did you get back in?
2: Uh, Three, almost four o'clock. Yeah, uh, okay. So yep. you
1: probably didn't get home until like five or so, six.
2: No, I mean we live like 15 minutes from here. Oh the yeah, airport, I, forget that so, were, I forget that we're awesome, so fucking man. close sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got right home. Uh, and she got like some Sonic for me and everything, and then I just like kind of chilled and then uh, start feeling better. Worked out while watching um, the double header. That was cool.
1: Yeah, I don't like this. F- I didn't get to watch it because we were practicing last night, but uh, I don't like it.
2: Yeah, I'm ready for it to be over.
1: It's well, cool for you the know first doing part. It
2: week 14 too.
1: Yeah, it's cool for the first part, and then. Like there's that point where it's halftime and you can just watch the other one, but it's yep. just like it's just too much. Too. Then
2: once the other one goes into the fourth quarter, there's two games that's Dude, going you put on. Put them at, once. at different like, times. Exactly. Start one just at
1: fucking four. I out of a late care. game. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. Know. People Man, are gonna the fucking watch it.
2: Bengals and Rams game. Like I've always said, it's pretty boring. You know, I, I'm a fan of defensive games, but that wasn't even really a defensive game. It was that just, was just yeah, bad football. They weren't
1: able to move the ball. It was really yeah. boring. At what little I caught there towards the end on the way home. I was like, ah, this sucks.
2: But I don't know if you noticed, I am first in our French Fanatics Fantasy League right now.
1: Are you even first? I am first. Well, I placed. saw you were like the, one, the top performer Minkus, of the week.
2: Yeah, me and Minkus are tied for first, but I've got more uh, points total.
1: Nice. Yeah, so, yeah. Yep. <laughs> So well, I guess we'll, we'll give you the owner of the week then. Yeah, I know. Yeah. we got to start doing that this week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we keep forgetting. Yep. Damn I, it.
2: Let's go ahead and hand out the uh, – what, what should we call it? The, we're going to have to come up with a good name for it, but basically the the bust owner or whatever. Um, I'm trying to – I don't want to call them the – Oh, the like the uh, commander's owner, not like the old. Ex oh, owner. Dan Schneider. Yeah, I don't want to call him the Dan Schneider. That the, would be a the funny, Schneider Award. The Schneider <laughs> Award. But dude, Josh, I mentioned in the text that like, he started. He fucking was. Justin he had Fields. to. I would have maybe taken the risk of maybe starting. Bro, I didn't even see it what wouldn't bro, have bro been, mattered, ended though.
1: up with. Yeah, because it wasn't. Could have been really that much would, more. Maybe like
2: fourteen. I don't think he had a touchdown.
1: Yeah, yeah, but yeah, that was just
2: great to watch. You know, if I'm playing against Justin Fields and then him only have ninety nine passing yards, but yeah. Yeah, I'll take that.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, yeah my you? How weekend, was your weekend? Uh, you know, I'd like to say it was eventful, but it wasn't. Okay. Um, I've done, well, I did actually get some shit done. Um, I fixed the Buick finally. Oh, sweet. So I don't have to drive the gas hog van anymore. Nice. Because that shit was starting to suck, dude. Yeah. With, and gas is supposed to be going up again, I guess. How is
2: that even possible? It's already Fucking Russia, $4, dude. man.
0: <laughs> Fucking Ukraine war,
2: man. Dude, it sucks. Uh,
1: So, yeah, I uh, got that fixed. Fucking pumped on that because it was the part I thought it was. Oh, okay. And it was pretty easy to change. It only took me like 20 minutes to do. Sick. Nice. So, nice. It was like a hundred and some dollar part to do that. <sighs> that's yeah. a bummer. Yeah. It is a bummer. But the car drives again. There's no check engine light. I drove it here tonight. Oh, so sweet. that's nice. That's good. Um, other than that, dude, still living that unemployed life, you know, doing the, yeah. playing a lot of guitar still. <laughs> nice, nice.
2: I bet you're getting a lot uh, of practice time. Started
1: figuring out some stuff maybe to spruce up the, um, the stream and doing some cool overlays and stuff like while it's going, like, like uh, while you're
2: playing the guitar. No, on or our ours. stream, I wasn't on sure. Our stream. You're sorry, about sorry. yeah, I
1: jumped over real quick. Um, started figuring some stuff out maybe about doing some cool overlays. And like, I want to try and figure out if we can just add a ticker to the show. Oh, yeah, without about that. having to buy one of those things because this thing we found these cool like ticker things that like we could hang up somewhere and it would like have the scores and shit mm-hmm. go across and stuff. Uh, but I was gonna see if there's a way we can like add one to just the stream itself. Yeah, that'd be uh, fucking sweet. But dude. I don't know how we do that. So no, I'm to looking call into ESPN. that. let it's called Bristol. Yeah, I'm gonna call ESPN, break that down, see how we do that. Um, I did watch uh, a crazy movie I did not know existed. What's that? Uh, Where the Buffalo Roam, which is you a. Have never hunter- seen that? No, oh, the Hunter man. S. Thompson movie dude, with that Bill Murray. Was great. Love yeah, you could, you could say your mind's blown down that I haven't seen something because I really yeah. like Counter-S Thompson, but. Oh, yeah. Did not know that existed. Oh, man. I forget what it was on, dude. I was just like looking for shit to watch mm-hmm. and like going through all of them. I can't remember what it was on. Might have been Prime, but I watch it and I was like, this is wild. And oh, it's, it's got an the awesome dad movie. from fucking Everybody Loves Raymond. Yeah. Is the uh, fucking. Uh, his lawyer, yep. whose name I can't remember right now. Yeah. But yeah, watch that.
2: That was pretty wild. He basically, if anybody knows, just a little snippet from that, he was, uh, this is a true story where Hunter S. Thompson was paid to go cover the Super Bowl. I can't remember which Super Bowl, but basically said, fuck it, and gave his tickets away to a homeless guy right beforehand. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, and he went and partied.
1: Yeah, basically. It was pretty wild. Um, so I watched that. Uh, and then I did start re, well, I, Started reading Running the Light Again, that Sam Talent book. Oh, nice. The comedian Sam oh, Talent. Cool. So I'm trying to Dude, when that. we were up
2: in Fort Collins last weekend, wh- he was going to... He lives up there. Yeah. He, uh, that makes sense, because the comedy club up there, I see on the marquee, he was going to be performing yeah. in October.
1: So yeah, if you haven't, go check out Sam Talent and yeah. uh, read his book. If really, you feel funny. Really, really funny. Really uh, funny. That's about basically uh old comedian that's just like doing the road thing, trying yeah. to make it. Pretty good. Um, I think that's about it, man. I mean, we've got a show coming up like we were talking about last week on Sunday at the Larimer Lounge. So if you're in Denver and looking for something to do and you're tired of watching football, we'll be playing around six o'clock. So yeah. just in time for uh Sunday night football. <laughs> nice. Say fuck football that day, yeah, man. Yeah, well I'll be paying attention. And plus uh this is the first week of London games, so that's right. Uh yeah, like a I said, full we got day the Toy still. Story game. Yeah. I
2: kinda just want to check that out. I it, might watch it, it just like. for a
1: little bit just to see what's up.
2: because yeah, I I tuned into the Nickelodeon games just to see what it looked like. It's goofy. It's 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 kind th- of entertaining, but yeah, I mean, it's good for kids. It's
1: funny just because it's something new, but yeah. then like after Five minutes, you're like, okay, oh yeah, yeah. there's I <laughs> yeah. Like, keep doing it and stuff. But. I get it. Yep. But yeah, um that's cool, man. Nice. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what else I did. I don't know. Oh, we played uh, some games with her nephew on on the old uh, internet.
0: Oh,
1: nice. Yeah, play a little Fortnite. you know? oh, sweet. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So we did that. Other than that, um. I think next week, me and Shattered probably going to be co workers. I don't want to put true. all my eggs in one basket, but uh, maybe I'll speak it into fruition on the uh, podcast here by saying it out loud. Yeah. I think Tuesday we will be. Uh, so, the yeah, the day we record might be my first day. So that'll be interesting.
2: Yeah, that would be kind of wild. We'll just talk about the first day here yeah. on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, we'll break actually, it down. I actually have a dentist appointment that day, so oh, I got to leave shit. at 2.30 that God
1: day. Damn it. Are you yeah, going so to you gonna be able to podcast? Yeah, it's just a claim. uh, You're not getting pulled. Nope. It'll be easy. All right. Well, you know what time it is, Chad. Let's talk about some sports. It's time for headlines. Yep. Headlines? Get your headlines here. That's right. It is time for headlines. And uh, this week, there wasn't... I mean, I've got a few things. We're still probably going to have the normal amount of headlines, but there's not a whole lot of like, crazy stuff. Luckily, stories. there
2: wasn't a whole lot of notable injuries. Yeah. There because, were some severe ones, but nothing... There wasn't a lot, luckily.
1: Yeah, and we're going to start out with the usual suspect, a.k.a. the NFL.
0: <laughs> Personal file. 69. Offense. He was giving them the business.
1: That's yes. right. And we're going to give you the business of football, starting with, like Chad just mentioned, the injuries. Let's run through it. Yeah, the biggest of notes, and we'll cover this one a little bit later in one of the breakdowns, but Mike Williams tears his ACL against the Vikings. Um, They weren't sure he was helped off the field. They were hoping it wasn't as bad as it was. And it was as bad as yeah, it is. So, super uh, bad. Yeah. yeah. Year ending.
2: Super unfortunate, man. I mean, I'm, I do feel bad for the guy, but he it was, was on your fantasy team. Yeah, on yeah. two of my fantasy teams, I had <laughs> Justin Herbert on both of like two different ones, and I paired him with Mike Williams because it was yeah. either him or Keenan Allen. They always get hurt, so I just put all my eggs in that basket. I'm like, oh, okay, this is the year he stays healthy. Yeah. By week three,
1: and then what's so. uh. What's that young kid's name? Quentin Johnston. Quentin Johnston, yeah. Be picking yep. him up. Also yeah. Joshua Palmer.
2: Josh Palmer would be a good one.
1: Definitely. Um, yeah. So be on the lookout for
2: those guys. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate. ACL suck. That's a hard one to come back from. And this is a guy that's already had tons of injury issues throughout his career. Yeah.
1: Yep. Speaking of ACLs, I did want to bring up one thing which I think is, is mind-blowing. Um, the fact that Nick Chubb only tore his MCL. Yeah. They're saying there's minor damage to his uh, ACL, but they think he's going to make a full recovery, which after watching that injury, I was like, I think we just watched that guy's last play in yeah. the NFL. I, I'm
2: surprised that his leg didn't get chopped in half in a way by the direction that it was going. I think like, it was, like,
1: yeah, it looked like the skin was the only thing holding it together. Yeah,
2: seriously. <laughs> it looked like, like the like bone my might God. have like pushed it out or something. So, yeah,
1: that, that was pretty wild. Give us another one, Chad. Uh, the Ravens,
2: Gus Edwards got a concussion. Couple uh, concussions. Yeah, it seems like the way it's been going in the league, uh, they're really taking precautions. And if you get a concussion the next week, you're probably not playing. Probably the right thing to do.
1: Yeah, probably. We'll see what happens because Jimmy G also suffered a concussion in the and loss to the Steelers. He
2: didn't even realize he had the concussion. Was until after, yeah, after the game. Yeah, until after the game. Yeah, which so. they
1: said you can have stuff like that where you have like these. Delayed oh, yeah. reactions, but you yeah. know concussions are one of the craziest injuries. Nobody it's, really knows that wild. much about them. They're still kind of the wild west. It so.
2: came on really. I don't know how you feel about it, but did you see the play? where Mika did. Sp- you no. didn't see it, Mm-mm. man. Mika Fitzpatrick came and blitzing. Also involved
1: in the Nick Chubb play.
2: Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, man, that's unfortunate.
1: Kareem Jackson. Yeah. Man, it's not all you, man. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's not all you. <laughs> he did get burned by Tyreek. This <laughs> yeah, last week. yeah.
1: So did Sertan.
2: Yeah, um, but yeah, um, Minka Figspatrick came through just blitzing in, and Jimmy G had nothing left to do but just try to turn and get away from him. And as he turned, he turned his helmet into Minka, and Minka wasn't even really aiming with his helmet; it just coincidentally hit their helmets. Yeah, and then they called a roughing the passer or passenger. Yeah,
1: they roughing the passenger. Yeah, man. Anytime nowadays, though, <sighs> once you hit that helmet,
2: and it was it kind of. it it was deflated the Steelers because the rate, I mean, they still end up beating the Raiders, but the Raiders scored on that drive because of that. You know, it's just, God, you hate to see that. Like, this is football, man. Like, just stop yeah, it this does shit. suck.
1: But I mean, that's kind of the the situation we're at right now. Yeah, unfortunately, a, yeah, it
2: sucks, man. Um, let's move on to the Dolphins. Jalen Phillips uh, did not play in this game because of an oblique. Something to pay attention to. It's one of yeah, the either did Jalen Waddle.
1: One. Also dealing with concussion. Yep. Didn't matter though. Yeah, he'll probably be <laughs> back next
2: week. The Saints' center Caesar Ruiz uh, had a concussion, and then Dar- here, This is the big story from this one. The game. Totally shifted after Derek Carr got slammed to the ground abruptly and hurt his shoulder, and it seems to be the AC joint.
1: Yeah, when I saw it happen, I was like, ooh, concussion. But yeah. And then, yeah, they are evaluating for shoulder, which it's, sucks. That's his throwing shoulder, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. It was his throwing he shoulder. He looked
2: really... Kind of just bummed out afterwards. Like he, he knew it was serious, and you're going to miss a few weeks. Well, it's crazy. Dennis Allen says that there's still a possibility that he could play. I th- I think they play next Monday, maybe Monday yeah, night have or that, no Sunday. How'd that
1: work out for Saquon?
2: Exactly. Or anybody <laughs> that's gone through a, a
1: shoulder.
0: You know, look at Matt Stafford
2: with his <laughs> yeah.
1: shoulder and stuff or yeah.
2: elbow. But yeah, no, it's, it's just keep these guys out. You know and I mean, Burrow, They the only reason they kind of made it through last night is because of the defense. You know, if they would have played a good team last night, Burrow wasn't really mobile at all.
1: No, he basically just moved in the pocket. Yeah. Was it. And then they had some crazy contraption on his leg. They talked yeah. about it. It was like and a sleeve was, with like a thing that they could turn on and off on the back that was whoa. like... I don't know if it was like putting like pulses in or what, you know. I don't yeah. know if it was like a massager thing.
2: Well, they massage him after every series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty crazy. Y- you think Deshaun Watson's like, God damn, he's how like, do I get that tree? They
1: probably like do not massage Deshaun on the sideline at all, please. <laughs> yeah. We don't need the bad PR. We don't, <laughs> we don't need him. Please, any nobody. Questions. If he gets a massage, please take him into the tent, yeah. away from everybody. And we we need don't need the press. <laughs> yeah, we just, bad just we just we just brought back Kareem Hunt, man. We don't. Need any yeah. other issues? Browns <laughs> have no shame. Yeah. <laughs> yep. uh, so yeah, uh,
2: the last one: Patriots. Cole Strange, uh, one of their best offensive linemen, uh, had a knee injury and did not return to that game. Yeah. Yep. So
1: there's a few injuries, not a lot of. Thankfully, people getting carted off this week, which is always good. Yep. Uh, I'm yeah, glad. I hate to see the injuries. Few injuries of note. Uh, one thing I didn't want to bring up, and it also kind of, I guess, falls into the. um Injury thing, I guess. Um, Chandler Jones. The saga continues. One who
2: flew over the cuckoo's nest.
1: Apparently, he was placed on the NFI list and taken to a hospital last week. Against his will, he says... By five to seven Las Vegas Fire Department officials, uh, he was taken by ambulance. Ambulance? Ambulance. I need an ambulance. Ambulance. I need an ambulance. Yeah. Uh, taken by ambulance, <laughs> injected with a substance against his will in said ambulance. Uh, and Monday was his first day out of the behavioral health facility he was transferred to, uh called Seven Hills. He was originally... um at Southern Hills Hospital. This is very confusing. Seven Hills, Southern Hills. Southern Hills was the hospital he went to in the beginning. Okay. Uh, they eventually then transferred him to Seven Hills, which is a behavioral health facility. Lots of hills. Yep. And then he said at that facility, they again tried to give him meds and injections against his will. Uh, he supposedly called manager Dave Ziegler six to seven times, asking for help and why he hasn't been allowed to join the team. He thinks the team is actually the ones that... Uh, um, called this which they probably did after all the crazy shit he was i mean who With knows whole, what he was sending to the actual teammates this, so. and you yeah. know that none of that's been released and they probably won't because of hipaa stuff and whatnot but yeah um yeah he's definitely it seems like he might time. be going through some stuff mentally and he probably needs some help and unfortunately doesn't seem like he was really pers- or you know um What's the word I'm looking for? Not perceptive, but he wasn't really looking for it to happen right now. Willing, yeah, he wasn't willing to take it. But man,
2: it's never too late. Betterhelp.com, if you use code word FRINGE, you get 10% (laughs) off. We're already setting you up, BetterHelp. Now's the time to kind of link up with us. Yeah, hop on. I'm going to send you a link to this episode. Yeah. We're good at that. There's a lot of people that need help.
1: We're going to get hooked together because, you know, mental health is no joke. It isn't.
2: But, I mean, this brings up the question I was going to ask is like, Do you think that when these Raiders players, and I'm not making a joke about mental health because it could be in reference to any type of different issues, whether it's uh, criminal or domestic abuse, whatever it might be, but do you think a player that might just have a total clean record and might just be completely stable signs the contract to play for the Raiders, they look up and all of a sudden they just think? I want to rob a bank. <laughs> yeah. I want to drive drunk. Like, what is yeah. it? There's like
1: a curse, dude. Dude, there was that uh, college football player who just like did a and e at a vape store not too long ago. It was like one of the bigger colleges. I think it was an SEC college. Right? No shit. And then he did it again like two weeks later. He hadn't even gone to court for the first one, and he did it again. Well, there
2: you go. That's your new draft pick, Raiders. (laughs) Look for him. Get him
1: undrafted. Yeah. Uh, He'd be an easy pickup. Uh, (laughs) What else do you got? I got a couple more things.
2: The last thing I got is uh, the news that today the Jets have added um, Mm. Trevor Simeon to the practice squad.
1: Yeah, i in the yeah. practice squad. There are a lot of people thinking this game against the Chiefs will be the last game that Zach Wilson starts for the Jets ever again, possibly sure barring so, some sort of injury. Because I,
2: I know that Chris Jones and uh, George Karloftis is licking their lips. Yeah, that's for sure.
1: Well, and Joe Namath is not happy with no, what he's, he's been not. seeing. Yeah, he, he said, said it's trash. <laughs> yeah, trash. Yeah, trash <laughs> is what he called. And hot that garbage. guy will forcibly kiss a woman on live TV. So you got to take what he says. Like it's things are different back then. Chiseled in stone yeah (laughs) it wasn't that long ago. that was in like the 2000s I think it was Susie Colbert that's still 20 years ago (laughs) (laughs) that's true that's true it's a different time (laughs) uh,
2: uh, that's all I got for the NFL though what do you got okay
1: I got uh, well two more things one of them you will like to talk about but oh yeah I've been waiting to play this and I've been wanting to do it for a while so here it comes Yes, you better be careful, J.C. Jackson, because he now has a warrant out for his arrest. This is Chargers cornerback, J.C. Jackson. Do you remember I'm what he about. did? He uh, was driving recklessly.
2: Yeah, I think it was like 100 and some miles, you know, uh m- miles per hour over the speed limit, you know, uh, it was just like, yeah, reckless driving, yeah, driving way like too an fast, asshole. Yeah. uh, never paid his fine, never went to the reckless driving class mm-hmm. and yeah, just basically violated his probation.
1: Yes. And, um, uh, this isn't the first thing that he's done. There was another thing that happened a year or two ago. He got into some sort of not like a, dom- it's like a domestic disturbance with a family member. Um, but this time though, um, he already was a healthy scratch, and there's a lot of people thinking that this had to do with that, but I don't think it does, because Staley came out, and he actually, this is a quote from him. Um In order to be active for next week's game against the Raiders, uh, quote, he just has to establish the consistency and performance. Uh You earn that week-to-week in this league, and that's really where it's at. Uh, and this is a guy who just signed... A uh, five-year, eighty-two and a half million-dollar deal before the twenty-twenty-two season. He was the
2: highest-paid free agent, a yeah, years that ago. year. So yeah.
1: uh, now he's a healthy scratch, and uh, he's got some issues. My, granted, this is kind of a minor issue. A, what he did wasn't minor, but not paying these things, this happens with these guys because, you know, they're focused on football and and something in the mail you don't really give a shit about. yeah. You
2: know, you make that much money, just get it taken care of. But it is, you know, kind of interesting because he was so good on the Patriots and then he goes to the Chargers and maybe, I don't know if it's the environment there or maybe... Just he's got his own shit he's trying to work through, but yeah, like he you said, it was a healthy scratch. I mean, there's a lot of games here recently, and leading back to last season that he didn't get a lot of reps. He he might be the highest paid cornerback, but he would be you know riding the bench.
1: Yeah, Um, so uh, yeah, we'll see how this goes for him. I don't know what's gonna happen, but they're definitely probably having buyers remorse right now. So. Um, that defense looks horrible. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the other thing, because yeah, if it wasn't for the offense being able to outscore people, they'd be screwed. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's for sure. Uh,
1: they run into offenses that thankfully can't outscore them. Uh, the next thing we want to talk about, though, the Swift effect is in full effect in Kansas City. It is. Um, Travis Kelsey. Um, and what's happened to him since all of this has gone down and Taylor was at the game on Sunday, there was a 400% spike in Travis Kelsey's jersey sales. Uh, their podcast is now number one overall on Apple. Kelsey adds 383,000 Instagram followers followers 24.3 million viewers viewers uh, watched the number one game this week which I'm assuming was that means that they watched the Chiefs game
2: which is crazy because that was a blowout too
1: yeah um, 63% jump in female viewers age 18 to 49 that's hilarious Uh, three times increase in Chiefs searches on the web three time increase in Chiefs sales on StubHub and the Chiefs sold more tickets in a single day since uh, start of season
2: yep so. Yeah, it's uh, it is the effect. Um, they did leave the game together. They rode off on his uh, convertible Cutlass, and apparently, from an eyewitness telling some Kansas City reporter that he, Kelsey, rented out a restaurant rooftop, the prime rooftop in Kansas City, for Kelsey's family because she was sitting next to yeah, and Kelsey his, the whole yeah. time, which is great, and then. Um, they were seen like, dancing and partying together, everything, they called it light-hearted, they were affectionate, but just kind of light-hearted. But for everybody out there that thinks this is a distraction, uh, I don't think I'd worry about it.
1: Well, if there is a Swifty on TikTok that thinks this is a ploy, as she is a Philadelphia Eagles fan, tried and true. That's hilarious. And uh, this could all be a sabotage. Yeah. Uh, the girl pr- pr- pointed out a lot of very... Po- good points dude um, there's
2: so many stupid conspiracies <laughs> out there like there's people out there that believe that like this isn't really happening they're faking all of it just to promote their own brands it's It, it like, very well could be for one the people <laughs> out there that even hate on it like oh i hate taylor swift or everything like that if that's what you're fucking worried about you might want to deal with, just dial it back and like find a hobby
1: don't like build a puzzle about it too though
2: i'm it's not that I'm uh, like excited about it, but no, there's people out there that's like, oh, I, I hate know. Taylor Swift. Oh my God, how could this happen? She plays the well, victim all the you time. You better
1: hope Travis treats her right, because if things go sour, you don't want to suffer the wrath of the Swifties.
2: No, definitely not, but that would they be hilarious. They will cancel
1: the Chiefs. You could go through the list. There'll be no more chop if the Swifties have their way. Oh, I P- saw that. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't see anything about that. I just came no, up No, I that. saw where there was a Twitter user who <laughs> was
2: trying to get them to stop that. It's Oh, no, strange. I was
1: just saying, if you piss off the Swifties, I mean, they'll start a petition and end you real quick. Yeah. There's a gets lot of nuts.
2: Them. But, um, looks like things are going great so far. 400% yeah. in jersey sales.
1: Yeah. And then, uh, I did see they snuck her out of the, um,
2: that's a rumor, yeah. But they, she
1: does that. at shows, though.
2: Yeah, she she has like tried to get sneak snuck out. But I did see a Twitter thing, a video where they think she got snuck out in this popcorn thing. Which I mean, it, it's very likely because there's well, only it was like one a big exit. wheeled
1: locker. Yeah. that was very strange with a bag of popcorn set up way high. Yeah. that some dude just rolled out like by themselves. Yeah, and like everybody's like, well, nobody saw where she went.
2: There's only you know one way out of those suites.
1: Well, yeah, to get down to the basement of the stadium, you've got to go through everybody to get down there. There's not really any back ways to get down there. Exactly. she probably was snuck out, but uh, that's all we wanted to bring up for the NFL. Chad, what time is it? It is time for the NBA. That is correct. Nice. Good cue. Pick and roll. roll. Just want to say once again. 104.3 104.3 the, the Fan, shame on you.
2: Yeah, stealing this from us. We know you. We see yeah. what you're doing. Yeah.
1: I'm burning. It's all right, Zach. Bye. We know you're listening. Yep. Cecil Lammy, you probably listening as well. Come on our show
2: and we won't care.
1: Yeah. Come on our show. You can use whatever. But yep. uh, let us get some likes and follows from you guys, please. On to the NBA. Speaking you know, of people who There is a leading to... candidate for Dame. Damian Lillard. Yeah. Dame time. It's time. It's Dame Watch. Yep. The Toronto Raptors. Are now the leading candidate, uh, the front runners, if you will, for the Damian Lillard trade talks, and now we have actually heard what has been offered from both teams. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see here. What um, is it? The Heat initially offer Tyler Harrow and two first-round picks. While the Raptors offer a little bit more of a lucrative, lucrative deal, um, All Star Pascal Siakam, 2022 NBA Rookie of the Year Scotty Barnes, Forward OG and Anobi, who is eligible for extension, and Rookie Sharpshooter Grady Dick have has oh, been offered damn. up. Yeah.
2: The XJ Jayhawk
1: is already gone. Wow,
2: before he even us, uh, That's it.
1: That's their first draft pick. That this
2: year. is a load for Dame cuz I can't believe they'd be willing to get rid of Siakam. Like, who's who's going to be there for Dame? I don't know. Cuz Van Fleet's gone.
1: Well, yeah, I don't know.
2: That would I don't like that because the other – it's funny this came up because it was like two days before this that I heard Chicago was the leading candidate.
1: And they're still saying the 76ers are involved. I think the Knicks are involved still. The Celtics are involved What's still. nuts,
2: dude, is the season – what we just talked about is the season well, – what we were going to get to four weeks from today's opening night with the Nuggets and Lakers. No
1: better time to say it than right now. Right? Nuggets so, and I mean, Lakers, like, four weeks.
2: Why wouldn't a team – I mean, how in the fuck – haven't the Blazers pulled the trigger on something? The season's about to start. Well,
1: here's what they said. Both executives from each team have said that they think this deal will be done by next Monday, which is media day. Okay, so yeah, I guess they that they think sense. it will be done Monday. We will see if the Dame saga comes to an end. God, we hope so. We're tired of talking about it. It's been like six years, I feel like, that Dame's always wanting out of, yeah. of the Trailblazers. So. It's finally coming to I an hope. end.
2: Yeah, I'm tired of hearing about it. But, yeah, it is pretty exciting. We are officially pretty much one month away from basketball coming up. Yeah, and up, if you
1: and... are just rearing, but chomping at the bit for, for basketball, uh, preseason starts uh, October 5th. Dallas takes on Minnesota. That is on NBA TV. So that is the Sweet. first preseason game.
2: Uh, I'm nervous. I'm, I'm excited about basketball coming up. But, God, it's not going to be good when – Thursday, Sunday, Monday. I'm watching football, and then all the other days, it's going to be hockey and basketball. Hannah's gonna—I don't think she's going to see me much.
1: Yeah, so it's, it's going to be. I'm kind of looking forward to just having us the same schedule all the time. That'll be nice.
2: What do you mean, like just at work when oh, I start working? Dude, yes, that's yeah. one of the best. Things about that never place,
1: knowing yeah. when you're getting off sucks.
2: Yeah, that's I hate that. That's yeah. one reason I want to start there. Is like, and then you know, like I talked about, is like whenever it snows or some shit, it could be a foot of snow, and you know, you you might go in there and just sweep, organize stuff like that, but at least you're working.
1: Yeah, exactly. Because yep. I get laid off in the winter in my last job, so yeah, that shit sucks. Nobody likes getting laid. Well, yeah, not off. off. Hey, exactly. <laughs> let me finish messing. <laughs> <sentence. laughs> Uh, speaking of preseason, we need to get into the NHL right now. Let's hear that bullhorn. Oh. That's right, people. The sound is returning. The goal horns are coming back. NHL preseason kicked off with a historic two game series. Uh, this one actually happened across the Pacific Ocean when. Um, the Coyotes, where did I get I lost? Uh, and the Los Angeles Kings faced uh, face off in Australia for the 2023 NHL Global Series in Melbourne. Um, the two games set between the Coyotes and Kings, the first ever NHL games in the Southern Hemisphere, uh, were played Saturday, September 23rd, and Sunday, September 24th at the Rod Laver Arena. The crazy thing is, and we were talking about this beforehand, me and Chad don't understand um, time zones because it's wild. Due to the 17-hour time difference, the games were actually Friday and Saturday in the States. So yeah, they just... You he time travel. They're yep. yeah. just the different days. I uh, don't you know how that yep. works. <laughs> Somebody has the time stone. They're just going <laughs> yeah. back. It's Doctor Who, maybe. Yeah, yeah. We Doctor always got knows. the marble callbacks. Yep. That's what but, I'm about. But uh, the other thing I want to talk about, just a little bit of a Homer-ish... Type thing. Uh, the AVs. Preseason has gotten off, um, to the start as most have. Uh, the Avs lose their first preseason game at home against the Wild 4-3, to and they win their game last night against the Golden Knights 3-2 to at home. Their next preseason game is, um, against the Wild Thursday at 6 p.m. If you want to tune in for some preseason yep. hockey is Sweet. available on NHL Network, among other places. So. Hell yeah. Wherever you stream things, either, legally or nefariously there you, go. you can watch matter. it yeah um that's all i have for the nhl though
2: you want to get into some college
1: football yeah let's do it let's get into some college football
0: 90. check check red 18 red 18, red 18. Needle, needle, dick. Dick. needle dick needle dick needle dick <laughs> yeah
1: Well, unfortunately, this week, Chad, humble pie was served. It was, man. Hot
2: and heavy. It was pretty rough. Yes. Didn't take long for Oregon to stack up, like, 35 points real fast. No,
1: 35-nothing at halftime, I believe. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, and
2: Landon said, (laughs) we're not done.
1: Yeah, and then, you know, I get why he said what he said in the beginning. I guess there was um, things said between the teams during warm-up. Well, and they danced um, on the Ducks they danced logo, on, too. They stupid, rubbed super, feet, They grinded their feet on the uh, Oregon O in the middle of the field. Someone said, you got to call the police, or you got to call uh, the medics the, for the something about murdering Ducks. So there's things that were said, and I think had Prime known about this. He would have rectified it when it happened because yeah. I don't think that's necessarily the type of team that he's trying to build right now. No, I bet not. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be some people who were reprimanded for what they did, and uh, Oregon reprimanded them on their own. Oh, that was a bloodbath, <laughs> man. I
2: mean it. It was a clear indication that CU has no offensive or defensive line to speak of.
1: Yeah, I mean, they they do. It's just the fact that, it's like we talked about in the TCU game, is one of the things that was so mind-blowing. Is like, they only have three guys that are over 300 pounds. Mm-hmm. I think TCU had 14. Jeez. So, um, you look at these bigger teams, um, you know, the Oregons, uh, especially in the Pac-12, um, the teams that they're going to be playing, like USC, These they have those type of guys that can bully and push around the trenches, and that's what's going to win these games, and that's what's going to be tough for Colorado to try and overcome because I don't know how they're going to do it. But it's like the thing I appreciate about Prime after the fact is he's like, oh, I have no problems with him. He's like, God bless him. He's a good coach. He owned up to it. But then, he he, he had his prime moment there. He's like, you better get me now Mm -hmm. because this is the worst we're going to be, so you better get me now because this is it. Because you know next year's transfer portal, they're going to have so many guys seeing what they've done yeah. and what's happening um, to just you know come here. So they're Whoa. they're going to be
2: okay. And I loved Ryan Clark's comments on it on first take on Monday morning. Uh, I actually don't mind him too much, but I like Ryan Clark. Yeah, he brought up how what what Danny Landing is a Dan Landing. Dan Landing. Yeah, yeah, Dan Landing. The Oregon coach said to his team pregame, said, "We're not fighting for clicks. We're fighting for wins." That was a big statement there, kind of indicating – he said, this is going to be – this game is going to be won uh, on the field, not Hollywood. Yeah. And
1: we're going to talk with our pads and our helmets. Yeah. Basically, <laughs> like,
2: poking fun at the fact that, like, because CU has all of this fame around them, all of this hype, yeah. that they're Hollywood, that they're not really serious. They're just trying to get clicks. All right, well, here's Ryan Clark's comments where he basically said I dunno verbatim, yeah, it but it's probably gonna be
1: something similar to what I was about to say about it, but
2: Well the fact that like he goes, Oregon has had seven million different uniform yeah. combinations throughout the years.
1: Heat sensitive color changing cleats that day. Wow. Brought to you by none by other than, than Nike. Nike.
2: So if you can't tell Phil me Phil Knight himself yeah, um their partnership with Nike, even saying those words, drawing the media attention for it. Like he said yeah, they could have done that without it being filmed. He made sure the camera oh, yeah. was filming that moment yeah. there. That's still fighting for clicks. You can't say that and say that. Yeah, that, that's yeah. hypocritical full, through and through. Yeah, and
1: that's kind of was going to be my whole point. Like, I get it, dude. You guys proved your point. You did what you had to do. They yep. disrespected you. You guys just dominated them yep. in every aspect of the game. Shador oh. couldn't do anything. There's no time. He he came out and said, you know, I held the ball too much. He, he didn't. He had no time. He There's has no, time. no offensive line. <laughs> no man. time. He, he doesn't <laughs> they have They couldn't big run guys. the ball. They couldn't pass protect. And that's going to be a problem next week. We'll see how it goes. They play USC at 10 a.m. next week. Yeah, early game. Early game. Um, but... Yeah, man, uh, I, that was my whole thing too. It's like I get what you're saying, but keep that in house if you're not doing it for clicks. Oh yeah, you know, it's like, dude, Dan Lanning is like trying to prove a point. Like, oh, you know, we're not doing all this shit for Hollywood, and you did it like, yeah, exactly you, like you said you in it. front of a camera, basically on you know college. You know, you know where it's gonna go live. You've everywhere. got some of
2: the most like flamboyant uniforms in college yeah. football history. That's for clicks. That's to get other players. To recruit to get yeah. there. So, yeah, don't,
1: you know. It's because they see the changing of the tide. Yep. And they're they're afraid of what's going to happen because they know this is the last time they're going to be in the position that they're in. Because next year, I think CU will be a top 10 team.
2: I think this year they're going to get a lot of recruits that would be going to the SEC that are big defensive linemen. Guys like Jalen Carter, Jordan yeah. Davis, and these huge linemen going to see you that's what yeah. they need they need hawks
1: and the thing is to see you still have some guys that are injured that'll be coming back soon so they're yeah. gonna get they still have a few things coming they yeah. have a defensive end i think that was one of the top rated um coming out of high school so they're they've got some things coming losing travis hunter obviously sucks um he
2: even and, really he begged prime to let him play this week at USC. yeah prime yeah. R- yeah. talked
1: about that he's like i told him no man he's like you get yourself ready he's like i love you son yeah. <laughs> you think he probably told him too, like, "Hey, man, you need your liver. Yeah, you, your liver is important. You gotta have your liver. It's not like a finger or yeah, something, dude. You need that. Yep. It uh, affects your whole body."
2: Uh, but dude,
1: I don't know. Did you watch the Ohio State Notre Dame game? I caught the end of it. I didn't watch the whole thing. Um, it was pretty wild how it yeah. ended. I watched like the second half. Crazy
2: man, a complete yeah. classic. That on that for what I think it was a four. Yeah, it was a long fourth down play where they got to like the one and then they ran a few plays, and, and then that's just what's so crazy. Notre Dame only had 10 players on the field in the last two plays. Who knows if it would have made a difference, but it sure probably would have helped. Yeah. But – God damn! I love seeing classic football games like that, dude. And that's what's so funny is uh there's a lot of you know in the whole like Rogan crew and Shane Gillis is a huge Notre Dame fan. Yeah, he Shane showed up gay. with this posse yeah. man. Like, they, well, he was a part Taylor of Luan the whole and thing. everybody. Yeah, yep. and then yeah, Ohio State, Jamie Vernon, Rogan's like, hey, young Jamie. Like, they're just you know you get these these big celebrities that are just fucking like you know butt heads over there. It just kind of makes it even more juicy and. Yeah, I mean, the Notre Dame's helmets are cool as fuck?
1: With the shiny gold.
2: I mean, it looks like real leprechaun gold.
1: Yeah, it is yeah, cool. I dig it. Um, I did like the CU's unis this week. The, the all white. Oh, all
2: white's awesome, nice. man. It's nice. I
1: dig it. But um, yeah, uh, speaking of one more thing, I want to add on CU before we continue on. They did drop out of the top twenty-five. Yep. And then Oregon did move to number nine.
2: I'm glad you brought that up because you know who did move in the top 25? Kansas. That's why I
1: wore these motherfuckers. Oh, shit. KU football
2: is coming. Dude, this is the first
1: time. They'll be out soon.
2: No, no, no. What's this weekend. Of, we're going to upset what's Texas. The rest of this? Yeah, okay.
1: <laughs>
0: put, put the
2: horns down. <laughs> Look them horns. It's the highest Texas has been ranked since like 2009. But yeah. Yeah. So uh, it is pretty cool because it's the first time Kansas has been 4 um, 0. Since um two th- uh, excuse me, first time they've been four and in back to back years since nineteen thirteen. Damn, it is a long time. It's very long. I time. actually watched that game on the flight. Play- uh, play. Dude, if anybody's done, it, I feel like a old person because I finally bought the Wi Fi to watch these college football games on the flight. Made it a lot easier. I, yeah, I can't stand not having service or just like fucking playing games on my phone while I'm off the, up there. So yeah, well, I've bounced through a bunch of different games and yeah, watched the KU beat that uh, uh, BYU. So yeah, was awesome.
1: That's good. Yeah. Um, I did watch a good portion of the Alabama game and they were not looking good in the first they don't half. Look like regular Alabama. No, do they? they're trying yeah. to figure out their quarterback. They actually went with one guy this week, Jalen Uh He did end up going seventeen to twenty. 17 of 21 for 225 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Uh, but Alabama's got a lot of questions, and Georgia's yeah. looking like Georgia. So I don't know who's going to beat Georgia again. So Dude, Georgia's looking like a
2: powerhouse. That's what, in the beginning of the year, that was the big kind of headline is like, are they going to repeat it? And it, it just really seems like that, man. Yeah. I mean, the recruits they, they get there, they're, they're just so big. You see the, we, these guys on the Eagles, man. Just last night, I mean, I know we're not breaking down the Eagles, but like, I just think it's fucking nuts that like the three drives that were so pivotal um, Jalen Carter, Jalen Carter, a safety, a sack, and then a caused fumble.
1: Yeah. I think he has the most uh, quarterback pressures this year already. He's got like 16. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then three nuts, games I, like I said when they dry, and he, he I might have been right on that one. You on did yeah, on well, the defensive player the, yeah, of the year. Rookie
2: D- or, yeah, the rookie of the year. But man, it it is frustrating because goddamn I wanted I, I fucking really really wanted one of those players. Nope. They fucking stole. Him. You don't get nothing. None of them. Well, but, uh yeah, I think that's, that's it for
1: college football. Let's move into the old F1. Get into it. <sighs> this was the a- The first week in a while I haven't watched. So I missed out on this sound. Mm -hmm. And that is because... The Lenovo Japanese Grand Prix at the Suzuka Raceway happened at 11pm on Saturday night. And I had been hanging out drinking a couple drinks and playing (laughs) guitar and watching all kinds of sports, uh, college football, and then watching the UFC. So, um... I did not watch this one, unfortunately, but... It was late. It was a little late. I can tell you, though, that Verstappen um, called pulled, his shot, dude. Pulled the old Babe Ruth. Yeah, he pointed that one out. Yeah, yep. That might be the... Uh, That's what I was just thinking, too. Like just you know, just, Verstappen. We'll, we'll do it at the end, though, because yep. it's easier that way. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, Verstappen called his shot, uh, basically told um, team principal Christian Horner that uh, he wanted to win the Lenovo Japanese Grand Prix by 20 seconds, and guess what? He damn near did. What was it, 19 point, Yeah, what? 19.387 seconds Jesus. ahead of second-place Lando Norris. For uh, McLaren. In the McLaren. And 36 seconds ahead of Oscar Piastri, the other McLaren teammate, uh, who just signed an extension with McLaren through 26. So they definitely believe in Piastri. Yeah, that and was he his goes, first
2: podium of the season. Yeah,
1: goes and proves it right there, getting third yep. place behind Lando. Uh, McLaren is clearly... On the way to becoming the next team to rival the almighty Red Bull Oracle racing team as they have consistently finished, uh, on or near the podium in five of the last eight races. We talked yep. about it a little bit last week, but, um, Lando Norris, I think, has finished second in those last eight races, I think four times. Yeah. So he's definitely doing good. He's one of the up and coming kids. Um, definitely really one of the younger ones. A lot. Um, but yeah, it's, it's cool to see, um, another team getting close, but again, there's still 20 seconds behind Red Bull. Yeah. So they've so got a ways to go. From what I
2: heard, I heard the first lap got really hairy. Everybody was super close. Lando and a few others, uh, What's his face? Uh, Verstappen did yep. uh get the pole started, and then that first lap was just nuts. And then after the first few turns, he's he gone. pulls away in history. Yeah, you know, once that guy history. gets the
1: lead, he's just it's he's not he even can't. like racing himself. He's no. just he's racing time he's trying to, like, add <laughs> lap. He
2: did say that he gave a lot of credit to his team, saying that they built a rocket ship. And I did look, and I uh, not. In, This upcoming week, but uh, the next weekend, I believe it is, when they uh, race in Qatar, they have uh, the chance to seal the deal for his uh, third straight series championship, whatever you call it. Yeah,
1: there's the driver championship, and then there is the, um, uh, shit, constructor championship. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And yeah, pretty much by Qatar, they will have locked up both. Yep. yep. So, um, pretty wild it, just to see With the level of dominance. Six races left to yeah, go. Yeah, that's the, the thing. Like, six <laughs> races left to go, man. It's like, if <clears> I was <throat>
2: other drivers, I'd be like, why wait, do I need to even race these? Yeah, what are we doing here, yeah. guys? Like, it's it's just, already wrapped that's up. A stop. Can we just end the season? Um, let me... Fucking nuts, though, man.
1: The next race is this no it's next weekend it is the Qatar race yeah, next uh, weekend so yeah. Um, yeah that'll be an interesting one to see if they Wonder, can pull it off you know how that is kind of
2: nuts that's what makes these races so interesting is the elements that they deal with because in Qatar it gets fucking
0: hot
1: yeah yeah. well it's crazy like listening to them talk about like even getting in the dirty air of a car in front of you can totally ruin your your whole car because it's sucking in all of this burnt all air all exhaust and shit and yeah. it, it just it like it even affects like how they can handle them stuff so like wow. all of the little things that go into it are crazy and that was one thing that people were saying happened last week is that they thought that there was some loophole that Red Bull had been using for some sort of adjustable thing on their wing and that's why everybody thought like they got found out last week and maybe that's Ugh. why they lost because they were like you gotta stop that shit. Whoa. Uh, Cause they were always trying you know if you're not yeah, cheating you it, ain't winning yeah, type thing. F1's yeah. really got a lot of leeway. <laughs> so yeah there was a lot of people saying I think that's why they lost last week and this might be the end of it for them like they've been taking advantage of this the whole time but yeah then they come out this week and Verstappen just dominates again Jeez, so dude, that's yeah a, it's just fucking nuts man yeah you, when you're real good it's uh it must be nice because well the
2: las vegas one will be in november so i'm looking forward to that it'd one.
1: be cool if we could go to that
2: dude one of these days when french fanatics <laughs> is just on another level we're yeah. gonna be there I know they
1: used to have one here in denver Yep.
2: Yeah. It wasn't a Formula was a 1. Denver it was a Grand Prix, actually,
1: yeah. Wow. I'm pretty sure. That's fucking
2: cool. Yeah. Or not Formula 1, but uh, IndyCar, I guess. That's what it was. No, I
1: think it was Formula 1. They had a couple races here. That's awesome. But uh, I could be wrong on that. It might have been Grand Prix, but I'm pretty sure it was Indy. I mean, not Indy. They don't have F1. a NASCAR track here, do they? They used to race out at Pike's Peak, but not anymore. It was like a smaller NASCAR race. Pikes not Peak like International on raceway.
2: Pikes Peak, but like around No, there's it?
1: a raceway. Okay. Because yeah. those not races the Pikes, they have on Pikes Peak? Not those crazy ones.
2: It's like someone dies every
1: single time. Yeah, it's especially nuts. when they do the motorcycle ones. Yeah. That shit's crazy. Yeah. Um, well, we've got... Do you want to do golf first? Yeah, let's get into some okay. golf. Son of a bitch,
0: boy. Why didn't you just go home? That's your home. Are you too good for your home? Answer me!
2: Answer him, Chad. You know, I do I did hear that they might be rebooting that or not rebooting it but do it a sequel off that. That'd be fucking awesome.
1: They can't, Bob Barker's dead.
0: Yeah, well, <laughs> he, he was a minor role,
2: so they can move on from that. But Dude, did you watch that uh new Adam Sandler movie on Netflix with the that his daughters had a big part of? It was like about his daughters, wasn't it? Well, yeah, More I, or I or should or say it wasn't yeah. about, but yeah. They were like, like the stars. Well, I heard that they had a big part of like making it with like kind of writing some of it and stuff. Yeah. But It was actually really funny. Mm. I thought it was. You know, it was kind of like more geared towards like a teenage girl, but like it's an Adam Sandler movie, so it's still hilarious. Totally did all the
1: usual voices.
2: Yeah, Um, that's cool though. I, I want to bring it. up some golf because uh the Ryder Cup is this weekend starts on Thursday. Yeah,
1: we might have to have Adam on next week.
2: Well, we talked about this. He texted me and I think it's uh he'll be flying out for the Jets game, so that's why I think he's flying back next Tuesday.
1: Uh, well, yeah. we'll have to have him on the week after. Yeah, maybe we can everything.
2: call him and get a record record on there. A a what? Re- a, you know, re- record him talking previous like before Oh. A pre-recorded. Oh, oh, okay. I
1: see what you meant. Like a pre-recorded interview. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. the
2: words I was thinking of. Thank yeah, you. We might be able
1: to get together and do that.
2: Yeah, we'll have to look into that. We um, even
1: three-way column.
2: Whoa! Just like back in the day, Mean Girls. Are we going to have tell them on just the line? Edit
1: Zoom and uh, edit the Zoom into there. That'd be cool. Yeah, yep. but yeah. Um, so let's talk about the Ryder Cup real quick, dude. So it's in Rome, Italy, and it's at. Uh, fuck! It's
2: at a castle. I had it. Uh, that's cool. Yeah, I can't remember the name of it, but dude, it's an 11th century castle.
1: Oh, That's fucking cool. awesome. I saw a lot of the American Ryder Cup team have mullets.
2: Oh, really? I didn't yeah. know that. That's they, cool. They cut mullets for. Well, them. I, that's what I, you know, obviously I don't know a whole lot about golf. Uh, Adams, the dude for that, but I kind of just wanted to roll through these uh, player the the teams for each one of them because, I mean, you look at it, it's like heavy the, hitters. Yeah, heavy hitters on each one of them. I mean, we're gonna run through this lug wit lug big. Abberg uh for Norway and then no that's Switzerland I think that's the flag for Switzerland and then Matt Fitzpatrick the Tommy Americans Fleetwood I don't know
1: any other flag than our own <laughs>
2: yeah, America stars and stripes that's it Woo, stars and bars uh, Tommy Fleetwood he's a damn good golfer though and yep. then you got uh Matt Fitzpatrick he's good uh Victor Hovland he's been uh, golfing yep. really good I'm uh, just kind of kind of there's like Good handful of them. So I'm just going to run through the notable ones ones. Tyrell Hatton. He's been good. Robert McIntyre. And then you got some fucking sluggers right here Roy McElroy, John Rahm, Justin Rose. Yeah, shit, ain't gonna be murderers to row over murderers there, there row, on the man.
1: European Ryder yeah. team.
2: And from what I know, I know I wish I hope Adam maybe hears this and can correct me, but I think the U.S. is in a drought where they haven't won in Europe since like 1993.
1: Well, I'll try and Googleize that while you talk about this. The U.S.
2: team, here we go. They got they got some heavy hitters that they got a lot they got a lot of these young guys that have kind of been up and coming and winning majors like. Wyndham Clark, representing Denver, Patrick Cantley, Ricky Fowler, damn good golfer, Brian Harmon, also won recently, Uh, Max Homa, Homa, yeah, Homa, I don't know why, I almost said like Homo, Homo, not Max Homo,
0: (laughs) yeah, (laughs) yeah, we're gonna have to why are
2: there so many golfers that have like weird names,
1: yeah, you still have a little issue with Rory, You like to say Rory? Yeah, it's that extra R. It's that extra R. It's a strange name. Goddamn Brits! Uh, Real quick though, the last time the Americans won a Ryder Cup, the last time the Europe, the last time the Americans won a Ryder Cup in Europe was nineteen ninety three. So that's what I said. Yeah. 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 Nice. Fuck yeah! That's a long thirty years, man. man. Thirty
2: fucking years. It's like let's hope this ends the drought. Man, the Europe, Europe's got some sluggers, though. I don't know if that's the right term for golfers, but uh, maybe some good golfers. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, but then to finish this off, Brooks Koepka, Colin Morikawa, Xander Shoffley, Scotty Scheffler, Jordan Spieth, and then Justin Thomas.
1: Yeah, so America should be fine. Yeah, they, they definitely we'll see. got some good ones there. The but... only problem is the the guys who were winning towards the end and for the majority of the year are sitting on the European exactly. End, so yeah,
2: but we do have some major winners like you know Wyndham and Brian Harmon. So, yeah, yeah. So
1: it should be good. Uh, we, we we maybe we will try to get Adam on. Maybe this weekend, me and you can get together for a little bit, or we don't even really have to be together. We could do it on Zoom from our houses. Yeah, whatever works, man. So maybe we'll do that just to get him on because it yeah, would be I'd nice like to have hear and talk take about on Ryder. Yep, Cup. Start Thursday, it snuck up on us again. Yeah,
2: I'll be uh paying attention to it. Yeah, um, I think that's it. That's, All right, uh, get let's get into a little bit of UFC news before we get to okay, MLB. MLB is gonna be quick.
1: All right, let's
2: get it on. Let's get it on, Chad. Thank you, Mills Lane. Yes, sir. I want to bring this up. Uh, well, let's first quick uh run down the crazy UFC fight night that happened. I wasn't able to watch it, but I had some friends, uh. Natalie and Jay say, "Chad, did you see Bryce Mitchell's post-fight talk? It was wild. It was one for the ages, man. I I would just wish I could have seen Joe Rogan uh, interviewing because I don't I don't think Joe would have pulled great. the mic. I, oh yeah, Joe probably would have let him yeah. do everything. And you know what? Which would have
1: been kind of funny. Yeah, I
2: don't know. But here's it's the thing: weird. Though. Bryce Mitchell. So if nobody saw this, wins his fight uh, against." Uh, He was a Hawaiian guy. I can't remember his name. But shit, Bryce Um, meant well because Danny Ainge. Danny Ainge. Yep. That's who it was. Native Hawaiian. Bryce brought out a Bible and wanted to pray. And he shouted, freedom! And wanted um, Michael Bisming to let them join in prayer. And this is where I kind of agree with Bryce. Because if nobody heard... If nobody knows what's going on, and we're not going to get too political, but there's – since the Hawaiian fires, there are a lot of the – the government in Hawaii are trying to take away a lot of the land from the natives there. Since it burned up the fires, instead of just trying to rebuild the land, they're trying to take it away, and it's going to be tourists or just sell it, and it'll be sold to millionaires like Oprah or fucking uh, Facebook dude, Zuckerberg. And so that's what he was praying for for Danny Ainge, so they they could keep their land. And he just did it in a really
1: roundabout way. Also, he, started, up, he didn't go good. He just like yeah, he started just, talking about the devil right yeah, away, brought up Satan. Yeah, like I the, saw this hilarious. The devil did it, and then like he knows it was man made, but like it was influenced by the devil. And like it, yeah, it he was just wild, went man.
2: super right. And so Mac, Michael Bisping. Pulled the mic away, and Bryce was like, "No, no, like let us pray together." Well, yeah,
1: because he wanted. But dude, like you're on a time limit yeah, as well. That's... I get it. Like you can't just sit here and let two guys have like this really crazy moment. Because unfortunately, you're on live fucking TV. Yeah. and there's another fight that's scheduled. Commercial to start. breaks that got commercial come breaks. Up. Yeah, so. He was wrong in doing that because he knew it would prove his point to some degree. Yep. Because there was no way Bisbing could react any other way due to his job. Pull it away. Yeah. So, he's nuts. and
2: he's always had insane post-fight uh, comments because for the longest time he kept shouting, "Get me some camo shorts!" And he got him. I needed, and then he finally got him. But then his rants just continue, and and he is yeah. and he did get hit in that. Well, that was a before, good fight.
1: Yeah, he got rocked. I thought it could have went either way, but they kind of called it unanimous, which I thought was
2: wow. Strange, man. We've seen some crazy
1: judges. Uh, yeah, we'll see what's going on with these judges. I think they need to get some fighters in. There well, better. they did. I saw Chris Lieben was one yeah, of them. The but first one. I hope
2: we get some more.
1: Yeah, but. Um, yeah, it was strange. Uh, uh, he did, to, go, oh, ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say, before that, though, he did say, uh, before the fight, he came out and said something about the fact that he was like uh, the, the well, how did he put it? Basically saying that he's like the cash cow and that everybody needs to start being ready to see him a bunch because, like, anytime he fights, it's like must-watch TV. And I was like, dude, where are you coming off of this craziness, oh, God, dude? Man, yeah. like, <laughs> have you,
2: I've watched uh, UFC countdowns where they've covered his... Basically background, and he comes from Arkansas, and this boy is redneck-ass fuck. Yeah. I mean, he's got, like, the farm out there – you know, muddy rubber boots. Like he is Arkansas as fuck. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I did see a hilarious meme where it showed Bryce Mitchell and his next fight. And it was him versus Satan. It was like <laughs> five, eight, uh, <laughs> Bryce Mitchell versus seven foot nine. <laughs> Satan weighing in at 704 pounds. Like, it was, it was a picture of like a video game. Satan, it's fucking nuts. Man. It's Satan, Satan from South park. <laughs> <laughs>
1: something
0: like
2: that, yeah. It was wild, but why I wanted to bring this up, uh, it, Just the UFC news is because there were some big UFC announcements for the future. Um, For the 295 card on November 11th, that is the John Jones versus Stipe card. Epic main event there. Yeah, that'll be a good one. They announced the co main event, which will be Yuri Poroska versus Alex Poetada. Amazing co main event there. That will be for the vacant uh, light heavyweight title. Great fight there. Then the big, big news that we've been waiting for for ages UFC 296 to close out the year on December 16th. Leon Edwards versus Colby. Covington. Chaos Covington.
1: Another yep. guy like Bryce Mitchell, <laughs> or Sean Strickland, <laughs> yeah, yep. yeah, very brash personality like to be there, very controversial.
2: Yeah, Uh that whole normally the fight card to end the year is always great. Last year was kind of a letdown with a draw, but the whole main card on this is fucking stacked. I'm just going to run through every fight here because it's amazing. Obviously, we got the title fight between Leon and Covington. Then in the flyweight co-main event. Alexandre Pantoja, the guy that took the title away from Brandon Moreno, takes on Denver's Brandon Royval in the flyweight division. Snap. Yep. And then uh the welterweight division, Shavkat I can't really pronounce his last name. Ro- R- Rachmanov or something. Rockmanov. yeah. Yeah, like a I want to say he's one of those guys. What are where are they from? I think it's like the t- Siberian tundra where they use like hawks to fucking
1: Oh, I have no idea.
2: You know what I'm talking about though, they use I like, do know what you're Yeah, they've about. got like furry hats and shit. Yeah. That's where he's from. 17 and 0, undefeated, going up against Steven Wonderboy furry Thompson. Furry guys. Yeah. You got to watch out for them, man. But he is undefeated and Wonderboy, he's a vet, uh comp- probably one of the best kickboxers and karate dudes in UFC history. Great test for Shopcott. This is going to be an awesome fight. And then under that, Tony Ferguson. Can he Snap his six fight losing streak. Why is he still being put on main cards? I don't get it. But he's going up against Patty the Batty Pimblet. Can he lose weight in time? Probably
1: going to get beat up. Yeah, Patty seems to always do it, but everybody's been talking about it's going to get harder and harder as you get older. But I think Patty will
2: be. Patty, he did lose his last fight, but that was against a really tough opponent for him. Uh, And it was
1: also kind of an iffy.
2: I think he got TKO'd or something. Oh, did he? I yeah, thought it was pretty, pretty sure. Yeah, oh, my bad. Um, this, then, uh, to start the card off, Vicente Luque versus Ian Gary, the Irish phenom that I've talked about on here, undefeated at 13-0. and 0. This is finally a big test for him with Vicente Luque. Man, I can't wait. December. And I just wanted to bring this up because you look at November and then October, obviously, here coming up, the next uh, pay-per-view is Islam Makachev versus – charles Oliveira. Mm, so yeah, that'll be a good one amazing pay-per-views coming up stacked cards can't wait
1: all right well we got to move on we do we need to get into the mlb
2: we do this Bought is just going to be quick yeah i forgot For a
0: to write lighter, anything uh well there's Bought one into the wind up in his first what this finish just a bit
1: outside. Tried- Just a bit outside. Um, Mike Trout was shut down for the remainder of the year after his most recent hand injury was not on the right trajectory for him to return before the end of the season. Uh, he was visibly upset uh, in the press conference where he was talking about it. Um since 2020, he was on track to be one of the greatest MLB players ever, having already tallied three MVPs in his first, uh, I think, eight seasons. Uh, but since then, he has only played in half of the Angels games Yeah, in total since Cannot 2020. Yeah, it's this always some injury. sort of uh, season-ending injury that gets him. So that's the big news in the MLB in terms of just, uh, I guess, you yeah, know, yeah, um, it could be the decline of his career because he's already in his 30s. So yeah,
2: obviously we've talked. I I mean, there's always news about the Braves I could talk about because each week they seem to be breaking records. But this time it's actually kind of some bummer news. Seems like Freed and Strider are their only aces right now. They've got healthy. They've got two of their good starting pitchers on IL. One of them may not make it back for the NLDS. But excuse me. Um. Yeah, they've already got wrapped up that number one seed and everything, but I'm just going to run through the standings and now start to get into the wild card because it will be starting up in two weeks. Oh, my God. We are so close. So um, in the division, uh, Orioles got the first place wrapped up, uh, Central Division, Minnesota Twins in the AL, and then the West, the Texas Rangers. This is the pennant race that we've been talking about. Uh, they are two and a half games up on the Astros, who dropped three games to the Royals, who the Royals are just spoiling teams' playoff yeah. hosts, man. Like, it's the beautiful thing about being knocked, in there. Yeah, the Astros out of first place. The the Royals have won five or six straight. It's, it's pretty crazy. But yeah. Yeah, so then um, down in the National League, obviously the Braves wrapped up first place. Um, then the Milwaukee Brewers wrapped up first place in the Central. And then the Dodgers got first place in the West. Now let's go to the wild card and find out who's in the hunt.
1: Let's do it.
2: Okay. American League. All right. The Tampa Bay Rays got that first wild card spot locked up. Then the Jays, the uh, Blue Jays, are one and a half games up on the Astros. Those games they lost to the Royals, that just killed them because the Mariners are in the hunt for them. It's it's really going to come down to the wire. They're just a game and a half up on the uh, Mariners. The Astros are so yeah. The American League's it's going to be exciting there at the end of the season. Uh, National League, the Phillies. This is one where none of these teams, the top eight teams, really have a good clinch on the wild card spots. But the Philly, the Phillies, got five games up, so they definitely got it pretty much clinched. It's just not. Uh, official yeah uh diamondbacks tied up with the cubs now uh as the second spot and then yep the cubs right behind them and then the marlins behind them so yeah we almost got the playoff bracket set
1: Yes, we do, and I did just want to give a quick update. The Rockies had a doubleheader today with the Los Angeles Dodgers, and they managed to stave off losing a hundred games for the first one. But they are down five to nothing now, and it looks like they will get to that elusive one hundred game loss. They've already hit their worst season yep, ever with ninety nine games, yep. uh, and we're going further. So, just <laughs> keep got pushing records record games back. to lose. So, yep. uh, but that's going to do it for the MLB. We are at that point. If you are watching the stream, we are going to take a quick break. If you are listening or watching watching after the fact you will be hearing a nuke bushner and the song tonight is let's dance tonight this is the last time we will have nuke on as it is a new month next week so well, first
2: maybe we might have to dance or we break.
1: might have to slow dance real quick but uh, it's coming at you right now <laughs>
0: State feeling well In the sky Got a few ideas For tonight If you will Find the time All we need is One part me And one part you So if it sounds like a plan Then baby We came here to do and keep it slow till the morning. Girl, you got what I need and only him. Love is strong, it don't come easy. Let's dance tonight. Oh, girl, oh, girl, oh. oh, Kind of like that lost in love look shining rise Got a taste for slow fire kisses bathed in warm red wine You oh, know I love this candlelit table set just for two But the way you got me feeling Let's do what we came here to do it slow till the morning. Girl, you got what I needed only. Love is strong, it don't come easy. Let's dance tonight. Oh. Let's dance tonight. Oh, girl, oh, girl, oh, let's keep it slow till the morning. Girl, you got what I needed only. I love this strong, it don't And we
1: are back. If you are watching after the fact, you just heard Nuke Bushner's Let's Dance Tonight. As I stated beforehand, it is the final uh, week of Nuke Bushner, Uh, so if you would like to uh, keep up on what's going on with him, go to his website, nukebushner.com, that's N-U-K-E-B-U-S-H-N-E-R.com. Also, if you want to just keep up on all of his music stuff, go and listen or subscribe to him on all things streaming to find out what he's got coming out next, or just to keep up on what's going on.
2: Thanks for letting us use your music, Coast. Yes,
1: sir. Indeed. Thank you very much, and good luck. Yeah. On uh, everything, all your you know, future, endeavors. all your future endeavors,
2: Chris. Let's do the shot at
1: the let's turn. Let's do the shot at the turn. It is time, if you made it this far, please do one with us. Please do. Cheers to episode fifty-three. Oh,
0: good stuff.
1: Bird so good. Hi, right, Chris. Let's roll through this. I'm hungry. All right, let's do this. We'll start with the first game: Panthers versus the Seahawks. The Seahawks win thirty-seven to twenty-seven um, after a shaky start. The Seahawks rallied around Kenneth Walker's second half, where he scores two touchdowns. Yeah, so that that was nice for them. The Seahawks run defense shut down the Panthers, making the, the making them one-dimensional d- and forcing Andy Dalton to throw it fifty-eight times. Isn't that nuts, man? Yeah, that's a definite bummer because uh, you don't want Andy Dalton throwing it 58th times. It's um, the
2: prime meridian of the da- the Dalton scale. <laughs> yeah.
1: yep. uh, the 12th man also helped out with the noise causing eight false starts. Jesus. So, yeah, they were uh, definitely uh, wow. loud and proud there that uh, day. So, what do you got, Chad?
2: Well, the Panthers' run defense was still not non-existent they've pretty much been last ranked in run defense this whole year uh C- Seattle rushes for 146 yards Andy Dalton was pressured on 70% of his passing snaps yeah so the Panthers offensive line is looking real shoddy. Uh, then you got uh, someone like Adam thielen that goes 11 for 145 yards and one TD yeah
1: he I think he had a game like that last week too so he's yeah. having a little bit of a resurgence uh, like you stated uh the Seahawks were definitely good on the ground Kenneth Walker the third with 18 carries 97 yards and the two touchdowns we say that happened in the second half and then three receptions for 59 yards one of those was like a 36 yard reception that set up one of those touchdowns so
0: nice
2: uh,
1: he's definitely doing good I think
2: that's his second game with two touchdowns
1: yeah Uh, Andy Dalton, like we stated, 34 for 58 in terms of uh, passes completed. 361 yards, two touchdowns. This is the kicker, though. Uh, Carolina, not only can they not stop the run, they cannot run the ball. Miles Sanders, the leading rusher, nine carries, 24 yards. He did get one touchdown, and he did have five receptions for 38 yards. But, yeah, they cannot run or stop the run.
2: Their offensive line is horrible there. And then the guy that replaced J.C. Horn last week got hurt, so they're losing players left and right in that defensive backfield. But the play of the game that I want to talk about to finish this off, did you see – Charbonnet, which may he needs to come out with his own wine uh, out there in northwest. It's like, good, that good yeah, sounds Charbonnet. like a wine. Yeah, it should be. Chardonnay, Might as well. Chardonnay, Chardonnay. Did you see the truck stick that he put on? No, Sam I missed Franklin? it. I've knocked. got him
1: sitting on my bench, just waiting for him to take over there. But yeah, it's, I'm gonna. I retweeted it
2: on my own personal account. I have to go back and watch like, re-X'd it. Re-X'd it or whatever yeah, you want to call it. You Dude, X'd it. You will. He knocked this guy into orbit man yeah he's running trying to get into the end zone he actually gets knocked out by it's like the half yard line but holy shit dude he truck sticked this guy and just sent him five yards back (laughs) oh man it's entertaining yeah we'll try to repost it or something i know i i might have done it for the french X page but i know i did it on my own
1: yeah um one other thing gino threw his first interception of the season um but also got a touchdown to undrafted rookie Jake Bobo, which was followed by the crazy two point conversion where Gino escaped pressure and threw a strike to DK from beyond the twenty yard line. And you know, on a two point conversion, if you're back at the twenty, that's a ways back that yeah, you've been way, running long ways. So, uh, again, Dalton did everything he could, leading the uh, Panthers to. Thirteen and nine before Seattle scored the next thirteen points. Um, Carolina got within twenty-two to twenty on Miles Sanders' one-yard touchdown run on the first play of the fourth quarter, making it their fifty-third loss when trailing in the fourth quarter. Damn. So that's, sad. that's all I've got for the Panthers versus Seahawks. What do all right, right. Chad?
2: Yep, that's it. All right, uh, you let's want to take us to the next one? Yeah, Minnesota versus. The Chargers. The Chargers. Yep. Justin Herbert went crazy in this game. 40 for 47, man. Yeah. To complete 40 passes out of 47 attempts is just... Absolutely. Insane. Yeah.
1: And then go for 405 yards and three touchdowns. That's that just, also nice. it,
2: it does show how bad the Vikings defense is.
1: Yeah. Especially when even Keenan Allen is getting in on the uh, completions one of one for 49 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. So he did throw a touchdown as well as going 18 receptions for 18 215 receptions. yards. Dude,
2: if a wide receiver gets 10 receptions, that's a pretty damn good game. Yeah. Fucking
1: 18. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty well. That, really game, wish
2: I would have drafted him instead of Mike Williams.
1: Yeah. In this game, I had both of the main wide receivers in this one on oh, the French Fanatics Fantasy League. Yeah, you had uh, a good week. Yeah, didn't do too bad. I had one guy score me no points, and I still was the top three scorer. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's the second week in a row that's happened to me. Uh, I need to figure out that uh, flex spot. But <laughs> regardless, uh, the Chargers ended up keeping Cousins out of the end zone twice in the final three minutes, the last of which was mm-hmm. Cousins' only interception on the day to seal the victory Uh, that play was set up by staley's dumb call to go for it On that's what i want to talk about here 24 on fourth and one brendan
2: staley it's is it brandon is it brandon
1: brandon brandon okay
2: I'm not going to
1: say it. Uh, it's Brandon Staley. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, he decides to run on fourth and one. He gives it to Kelly, who had 12 yards on the day. Yeah, that's
2: what I have written <laughs> down here is their run game without Eckler is just non-existent, yeah. dude. They they can't ever get anything. In, like, if Eckler's not in the game, I wouldn't start Joshua Kelly because it's like if they have Eckler and Kelly, yeah. Ke- Kelly does well.
1: Dude, uh, Kelly's... <laughs> I don't. I don't know how to do math well, but eleven carries for twelve yards. That be down to like a uh, one point one yards per carry, yeah, basically. Much, <laughs> yeah, barely anything. But
2: yeah, it was a horrible. I mean, they're backed up in their own territory, fourth and one, and they go for it. They don't get it, and then give the ball back to Minnesota. And Kirko Cousins just pulls his own Kirko. You know, it's not even prime time. And yeah, ends up throwing that interception, man.
1: Yeah. It's like we said, the chargers didn't do much running. It was primarily all gunning. Um, and then, yeah, cousins battled back converting on the fourth down, uh, for thirty-six yard touchdown to Osborne, he then hit Jefferson for a fifty-two yard touchdown to take the lead, twenty-four to twenty-one, with eleven twenty left. But then Herbert came right back down and scored with a thirty-yard touchdown to Palmer to secure the lead and win the game. Yeah, and the Vikings fall to zero and three. Not good. No, their not good. their
2: defense looks atrocious right now. It, I mean, what? How like Greg would put it? Egregious, egregious. That's, that's yeah. Greg's favorite word. I think it's egregious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but dude, it's just so nuts because uh, from what I heard on this, uh, obviously this game was going on during the Chiefs game, so I had to get filled in on it. But I guess when they went, for, when the Chargers went for it on fourth and one and didn't get it, and then Kirk Cousins got the ball back. It went from like 90 seconds down to like almost 25 seconds so fast like the clock management and that is just it's so nuts and it's what he's been criticized for so bad like I mean he has led a lot of fourth quarter comebacks but there's also a lot of times where he chokes in those pressure situations
1: yeah and that, and I think some of that do I mean has to do with some of the questionable play calls and just you know overall game management of Brandon Staley at times yeah I've oh, talked about this before in the past God. he has been one of the, the uh, big reasons as to why they they've lost yeah. as many games as they have
2: he sh- he should not have a job uh I'm kind of worried about Brian Flores you know I always like seeing these black coaches get jobs, but man it does not look good um then. Something that I didn't mention the injury kind of segment of this, Derwin James needed an MRI on his hammy. That is a huge loss for an already depleted defense. Yeah,
1: so we'll see if they can keep outscoring people the rest of the season because they're going to have to if they can't get this defense figured out. Very true. Uh, do you want to take this one, Chad? Do you want to go deep dive first? Yep, let's go deep let's dive first. Let's do it, first. deep dive it.
2: going to head into mine. The shocker of the week, maybe. Dallas Cowboys lost to the Arizona Cardinals, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, apparently Dallas really needs Trayvon Diggs yeah it but fucked me over <laughs> how did uh parlay or no just on my oh you only defense. got me like one point, yeah I forgot you yeah. had their defense i mean it i this shocked me man I didn't start a lot of the cowboys and i I didn't start any of the cowboys in any of my dK lineups because I figured they would get up so big on the on the Cardinals that mm, they so would get pulled people. yeah yeah, just like the chiefs did so um yeah, the Cardinals had hundred and eighty two yards rushing in the first half, yeah I'll say that again if you need me to. 182 in the first half. In the first
1: half, yeah. yeah. That's pretty wild.
2: Fucking nuts, dude. And then, uh, Joshua Dobbs had a big 44 yard run down the sideline. Uh, he only had four incompletions on the day, man.
1: Yeah, wheeling and dealing out there, man. Yeah. We're going to be talking about him a little bit later.
2: Yeah, we are. I, I got a lot of respect for that guy. He came out and, uh, Just had a great game, surprised a lot of people. Uh, What was it? Uh, Rondale Moore had like a reverse, I think it was, that also had like a 50-yard run. Yeah. They were just carving up this Cowboys defense. dashing them. Yeah, and the Cowboys tried to make a late surge at the end of the game, and it fell to Dak throwing an interception into triple coverage that pretty much sealed
1: the game. Do you think we see Trey Lance this year?
2: Oh no. I I don't think so. But did you hear that right before he threw that interception? I'm not sure the name of the Cardinals player, but I saw this video about how he called Dak a bum and in like right the next play he threw that interception. Nah, it sucks. just seems like the pr- like I was just talking about with Kirk, like there's some quarterbacks that can handle the pressure, that can handle trash talk. We've seen how Tom Brady did it his whole career. Yeah. And there's some that can't. That's true. I, I watched that interception. I was like, "What are you thinking?" There's three red jerseys right there. Yeah. Red zone interception. And even if they score right there, they're still down. There was by nobody five. where
1: he threw it either.
2: Well, there was a there was a wide receiver behind that guy, but I mean, there's yeah. three guys that could have intercepted yeah. that ball. But uh, yeah, 400 yards of offense by Arizona in just nine drives.
1: Yeah, that sucks for the Cowboys.
2: Yeah. Uh, they also were without Zach Martin and Tyron Smith, huge pillars for their offensive line. And oh, the other big note here Cowboys had 10 penalties in the first half.
1: Yeah, that's the most people get in a game. So, yeah, pretty much.
2: (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, does that wrap it up for you? That pretty much wraps it up, man. Shocker of the week there.
1: All right, man. Well, in this game, I'm going to deep dive. It is the Texans versus the Jaguars, the battle of two one-in-one teams. Texans end up winning and shellacking the Jaguars at home 37-17. to Stroud and head coach D'Amico Ryan's nab their first victory of the year. While it has nothing to do with either of them, this is the Texans' fifth win in a row in Jacksonville, and they now have won 16 of the last 19 games, including Including ten of the last eleven in the series, so Isn't they're just crazy? dominating the series. This somehow. one shocked me. Man. A, a team that literally has been in limbo with quarterbacks since Watson, what three years ago, yeah. and they still win and all they the time. Still won this one. I mean, CJ Stroud's looking decent, dude. He is, and I'll tell I'll tell you a little bit about him. He set a record actually. Yep. Um, Jacksonville, Jacksonville. Meanwhile, were seven and a half point favorites at home, and they were flat from the get go. Um, their first five drives ended in. A missed field goal, punt, blocked field goal, punt, and a fumble, and they were trailing seventeen and seventeen to zero at halftime. Um, they did manage to score on their first two possessions of the third quarter to make it seventeen to ten. Unfortunately, they managed to blow the next kickoff about as bad as you can imagine, as they let two hundred and fifty-five pound yep. Andrew Beck break five tackles and elude all eleven players on his way to the heaviest player to return a kickoff in NFL history. For a touchdown, Also
2: the first time this season that a fullback's gotten up to 20 miles per hour. Yeah,
1: and he's also the first fullback to do so since Derek Wimbush in 2005. Um, this wasn't the only highlights for the Texans as CJ Stroud becomes the first QB with 906 yards, four touchdowns, and no interceptions in his first three games. And wide receiver Tank Dell sets the franchise record for receiving yards for a rookie. Um, and I think he ended up with five receptions 145 yards and a touchdown and I think he had over 100 yards last game too. I
2: tried picking him up in waivers because I uh, had so to replace did I Mike Williams so I, hope I get him and not you
1: you are higher on the waiver list than I am so I will have a better chance of yeah, getting him you than definitely you. will I also put in one for CJ Stroud oh, um, nice. so if you are looking for a quarterback I would grab CJ Stroud as he is looking like he may be the real deal and probably the quarterback who should have went number one overall
2: maybe so yeah Young is just too small I'm He's too small. He's already missing games. Already gotten hurt. We'll see. Um,
1: Also, last but not least, number three overall pick this year, Will Anderson becomes – Houston's first rookie to block a field goal since J.J. Watt in 2011. Yeah, that dude is huge. Yeah, as for the rest of the lowlights, all of which were for the Jags, Calvin Ridley drops three passes, two in the end zone, and was flagged twice for being offsides. sides. Um, and Jacksonville's defense allowed Houston to go 9-for-15 on third down. Wow. 9-for-15. So, um, yeah, they were converting at all times on third down, pretty much. Uh, at least at a clip that's a than most people I mean to go over 50% is pretty damn good in the NFL um, in terms of Trevor Lawrence, 27 for 40, 279 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Travis Etienne Jr., 19 carries, 88 yards. And Evan Ingram was the leading receiver for the Jacksonville Jaguars, seven interceptions, 67 yards. Uh, and then real quick, the leading rusher for the Texans, uh, Devin Singletary, nine carries for 41 yards. So that's gonna wrap it up for, uh, the Texans and the Jaguars. Another um,
2: upset, man. Another upset. Any given yeah, Sunday. Definitely.
1: That's, we always say it. It we can happen.
2: A, I'm going to find. I I think I when we were looking for one for the NFL. There's got to
1: be one on any given Sunday.
2: That, I just want to hear Al Pacino. I could listen to that speech. Oh, yeah. I'm going to find one. Okay. Do, yep. it. do it. I'm going to look for
1: it. Um, That's going to do it for the NFL breakdowns and deep dives of the week. Well, On to week four.
2: I want to hear some heartwarming news, Chris. I want to get lifted.
1: Yeah, get lifted. Oh, whoops, I pushed the wrong thing at the wrong time. You are about to hear John Daly, Hit It Hard, man, because it's time for the DDOE. That is right. We are gripping and ripping it. We are at the final segment of episode 53. It is time for the Daily Dose of Excellence. And we have a little bit of a heartwarming story this week. Chad, lead us into it. This is
2: pretty good. And uh, it's one that we kind of were playing off of just when I was talking about the Cardinals and Cowboys. Because the guy that did something pretty cool during the week... Uh, for one of his cheerleaders there at the organization, came through and was the hero in that game. So he kind of deserves it on top of that. But because of that, Joshua Dobbs, who has alopecia, um, yep. it is a disease. You uh, Yeah, where you uh, basically just don't grow hair. Um,
1: it's not like us; we're losing hair due to um, bad genetics and testosterone failing us in our later years.
0: (laughs) Yeah. But
2: yeah, I'm sure they would probably be jealous to have all of my dreads, but Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it is kind of coincidental that there is a cheerleader on the Cardinals. uh, Her name is Ellie. And it's kind of wild that the, uh, they don't list the cheerleaders last names, but it kind of makes sense that way there's not stalkers. Yeah.
1: That's probably,
2: probably a good idea, but her name is Ellie. About that. Yep. And uh, so, She was a Cardinals cheerleader and been a lifelong dream, but that day changed her life in a different way. During a sequence, in when she had to bend down and touch her ankles, her hair flipped over, and when she lifted it up, she could tell something was wrong and went to the mirror to investigate the back of her head. She could see her hairline was higher than it should have been, and part of her scalp was bare. She was like, what is happening? And she said that was very traumatic to say the least. Ellie's diagnosis was a disease she didn't know much about, alopecia, an autoimmune skin disease that causes hair loss. It's not contagious or anything like that, but obviously it leaves people with some types of insecurity issues and everything like that. Yeah. You know?
1: Especially for a girl. I mean, anybody it's, that's a hard thing to have happen, but especially for somebody who's a cheerleader yeah. and um, you know, a girl who their hair and you know, that's things like li- that yeah. is a big deal. She wears a
2: wig now. Josh yeah. Dobbs
1: doesn't have yeah. eyebrows. No, no Go eyebrows, ahead. no hair at all. Uh, and the crazy thing is, is she was diagnosed in January and by May, of her hair had fallen out and she decided to shave her head and and just give it all up. Um, and she showed up to audition after she shaved her head actually too. So she ended up getting the uh, cheerleading job after the fact, um, which is good for her. But when she was talking to Dobbs, he actually came out and said, you know, like I was dealing with it on and off, like through my, um, my childhood. And then I think he got into high school and he said, uh, One day my razor broke and I thought I had to go buy a new one, but my hair never grew back. <laughs> so he's just like, You don't have to buy razors yeah. anymore. I so was going to, shit. Yeah. And I got to run to the store and then like he forgets about it. And then a week later, he's like, No, nah, I'm still bald. The so money I guess it's he fun. saves on haircuts. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. And then eyebrows, you yeah. know, he probably swims faster. Good. So, yeah. <laughs>
2: but he's a good dude because uh, he. Uh, on last week, uh, the two wanted to meet and did so Following a practice ahead of the Cardinals game against the Cowboys and it happened to be September is alopecia awareness month. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. And so, uh, they met, had a like, good little photo op and, you know, got to bond a little bit. I mean, because anybody, you know, having this type of disease, finding somebody else, it's gotta be good to have, you know, another person to kind of console with and kind of,
0: yeah, at you off.
1: shit off of me. Like, what yep. did you do when this happened to you? Right.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, and the cool thing is, too, I mean, it's a good thing for Dobbs. He's kind of bounced around a little bit and kind of been like a journeyman, never really found, um, I think, his actual first start as an NFL quarterback was last week, or was it this week?
2: Um, I don't know. I thought maybe he had one of the Browns, but maybe not, but he, he started his career with the Steelers, then yeah. went to the Browns. Now he's with the Cardinals. It probably was his first start.
1: It might have been. I was trying to look at that. But either way, it's cool to just see him, um, you know, get some some positive stuff going in Arizona because you know Kyler Murray is probably going to be out I'm assuming at least through next week and for from, sure
2: oh yeah and from what I hear uh Josh Dobbs will probably keep starting job even when Murray's healthy
1: you don't think they're going to actually start Murray
2: no that's from what I've heard that's what they're going to do really They could you know never know but Cardinals are playing good right uh, now. How man. crazy
1: would that be, though, if they're like, "Nah, we're gonna shut Murray down for the year, and we're we're gonna roll with Dobbs, and they end I up would. doing better. They like they're gonna yeah. be like the Broncos, where they just get into that purgatory of yeah. the middle of the draft, they're gonna go and just fuck seven yourself, to ten, maybe or yeah. something like that. <laughs> Dobbs well, is gonna lead them to a winning. Record. <laughs> you know what I really wanted to get a clip out
2: of is Jonathan <laughs> Gannon, their new head coach, just like oh,
1: such a goober. Pew, 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 pew,
2: pew, 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 the finger pew, pew, lasers. The corniest, maybe the corniest they, coach in the league. It's working. It is. It's working. They put, I saw
0: the
1: the some of the talks he had there in the beginning with the team, and I was like, dude, I would not be able to take this guy. seriously. he's a goober. Total
2: goober's a good way to put it. But I would just say dork. Man. Yeah, a he dork, is a total yeah, a dweeb. Dork. Yeah, a dweeb. I mean, it's he's a weird guy, but man, it's working because he. I think he was the defensive coordinator last yeah. year. Yeah, he was the defensive coordinator for the
1: Eagles last year, which was a dominant defense. And it's paying off. Shut down, Dak. You know, they go out and trade a first-round draft pick in Isaiah Simmons for a seventh rounder in the beginning of this year before the season. Everybody's like, what the hell are you doing? And I guess Gannathan came out and said, I don't want somebody that doesn't want to be here. And it just kind of proves a point where they're like, We don't give a shit what we'll get for you. Yeah. If you don't want to be here, you'll get traded for a seventh round draft not pick. And that's only, just gonna look bad for you too. And Isaiah Simmons was sucking, man. He had so much hype behind him whenever he came well, he, out. When he came out, they're like, Oh my god, this guy can literally play every position on defense. You could line yeah. him up at DN he can if you want a four <laughs> three as a linebacker. <laughs> and but then, then he just didn't do yeah, anything. Sucked. Did not uh,
2: pan out. But yeah. But I mean how awesome for them to me And then on Sunday, Josh Dobbs beats one of the most hyped up teams in the Cowboys. So yeah, shots off down, to so. you, Dobbs. Uh,
1: and on that note, yes. My favorite saying. We have reached the end of the episode. We sure
2: have. If you guys cheers have made to it, you, Joshua Dobbs and Ellie.
1: Yeah, cheers to both of you. If you've made it this far, please like and subscribe to us on whatever you're listening or watching. And also Please like, share, subscribe, and follow us on all things social media at Fringe underscore Fanatics. Cheers to you guys. Thanks for tuning in. We appreciate it each and every week. Chad, cheers to you, my friend. Cheers, brother. (gasps)
0: Goes
2: down (laughs) smooth. We'll be back next week for episode 54. (laughs) Episode 54. You know who
1: that's going to be. Who? Mr. Urlach? Uh, Marty Locker, the guy who regains hair all of a sudden when he retired Yeah, there's a lot of good 54s, so we'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll see who it, is, who it actually is. But yep. uh, until next time, Chad. Next week we should be coworkers, so let's see, see how it goes. So. Yeah, but cross our fingers, buddy. We love you guys. We'll catch we you next you. time.
0: Farewell.